everyone, and welcome to the Rising Stars podcast. I am your host, Brianna Moriarty. Today, we have a really awesome guest. Um, Not only is he involved in the POS and the payment space, but he has a very long history of entrepreneurial background that I'm super excited to share with everyone. So I'd like to introduce Danny McHale. Danny, hey, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Brianna. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. So can you start by giving our listeners a little bit of an overview of your background and your history as an entrepreneur? Yeah, actually, you know, we we had uh, my family immigrated here from the Middle East. So we mm-hmm. had a very humble beginning, you could say. I'm sure. uh, very grateful for this country because, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of press or bad uh, media today on, on some of the stuff happening here in the U.S., but we're pretty grateful for it. We came here with not too much, right. except whatever we can carry. And um, I started kind of my entrepreneur career pretty early, about 13 or 14 years old. I, I realized I wanted to kind of change my family's course in life. Sure. So started with a small business at literally uh, freshman year in high school, and that turned into day trading. Uh, from day trading that, you know, we used, I actually used to have to cut class, ride my bike to uh, the bank near mm-hmm. my dad's retail store. Uh, so he could actually do the stock trading for myself because back then there was no E-Trade or uh, Schwab. Right. And uh, that that quickly uh, converted into uh, taking those proceeds and uh, opening up my first Papa John's at 18 years old. Mm-hmm. So awesome. What made you decide to do that? It's a funny story. I still, I love pizza. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> it was one of those things. I'm like, wait, I eat it all the time you know, why not just open it up? And so we, I got, you know, when I was 18 uh, at the time, so I took a lot of my proceeds from the day trading in my previous business and uh, opened up one store that eventually evolved into 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were the, I was the youngest Papa John's franchisee in Michigan and also one of the largest in the state of Michigan. Okay. So, awesome. Yeah. That was kind of my early start. Uh, and then I began payments, you know, right after that, got into the payment world. So and tell us about kind of where you are today um, with Zuza, and I know you're involved in some other businesses as well. Yeah, so so you know the primary my primary focus today is Zuza. Uh, mm-hmm. We're at, at the rate we're growing, we're we're not hiring as fast as we need to, right? It's there's a little bit of an employee shortage in the state of Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure if you've heard, but I think that's the case with a lot of the parts in the country. So. Uh, we're growing pretty quickly. We're moving our headquarters to downtown this summer, uh, summer slash fall. It's being developed as we speak. So uh, most of my most of my efforts today is concentrate on Zusa. But I, but you're right. I do have a capital investment company that we do invest in other young rising companies, mm-hmm. uh, young young entrepreneurs that are uh, you know trying to build up their company. And I think we add a lot of value. And and skill set to that because we've done that before, and um, you know I also dabble quite a bit in commercial real estate as well. Awesome. So I'm a little bit all over the place, but right now I'm, I'm enjoying uh, concentrating most of my time on Zusa and then my family. Uh, so so it's a little bit different these days as opposed to five or ten years ago. We probably had about thirteen or fourteen different investments. Mm-hmm. We're a lot more concentrated today on what we're doing, and like I said, Zusa's having a lot of success. So. It's, it, it, we've probably, you know, in my, in my 25 years in business, it's probably the best team I've ever compiled from, from sales to marketing, to engineering. I mean, everybody on our team today, uh, we're blessed to have them. It's the best team I've ever 
compiled. I can tell you that much. Yeah, that's great to hear. So, I mean, you said that you started your first business and got interested in um, being an entrepreneur at a really young age. Um, you kind of guided us through that background, but what were some of the steps that you took um, to get into the day trading and starting your own business? I feel like everyone today is so, you know, drawn into that that kind of hustle and gig economy that um, everyone today is trying to become an entrepreneur. So what made you successful at it? You know, I was lucky. I'll tell you what, I was not lucky. I was blessed. I had a good teacher. So, so I was, I was the kind of kid that was failing out of science, Mm -hmm. failing out of certain classes, but then I was like an A plus plus in history, business economics. And my business teacher told me, he's like, you know what? He's like, it's okay. He's like, you're good at this stuff. You're not good at this stuff. Concentrate here. He's like, because I get, he actually said something that was very encouraging when I was, I think, 14. He goes, you're going to be the youngest millionaire I've ever taught. And oh. and so I actually used to go to his class and he used to allow me to cut class so I can go trade stock. You That's know, it was funny because senior, yeah, senior year, he was like, hey, what are you buying today? I want to mm-hmm. buy, you know, because one of my big successes was, was Dell Computers. You know, it was my first six-figure check. Mm-hmm. in high school. So I was super excited, like, wow, I got a six figure check, you know, so uh, that's, that's kind of where I got the money for the Papa John's and bought a brand new Camaro, right? In the 90s, that was <laughs> like the car to have. So um, I, I was fortunate, I had I had teachers that and, and, you know, again, I think public schools, I, I'm, a, you know, I didn't, I didn't have the opportunity or the finances at that time to have private schools or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, anything like that. So it was just Detroit schools, but I just had a teacher that I guess saw something mm-hmm. and and pushed me in that direction. Said you're extremely driven. Uh, you love what you do. I used to I used to pick his brain all the time. Yeah, and and he just told me just keep going with it. He's like you've got a skill. Don't worry about science because you hate it, which I did. I, I had no interest in science. Uh, I did okay in English just to pass, right? Mm-hmm. To to not get kicked off the football team, but. Uh, it was not a passion of mine, right? Uh, right. Reading literature, but anything in this area. So, you know, my, my, my you know, I've, I've always had a principle when it comes to business and that is whatever you enjoy, you know, burn the ships and focus on conquering, right? Like mm-hmm. at Zusa, we have that similar mindset. It's, it's us versus everybody. Let's not look back. We're going to make mistakes. I think that's the biggest problem with a lot of young entrepreneurs is they get caught up on their mistakes. Yeah. Uh, you know, at least with me, I don't know if it was memory loss from all the football hits, but <laughs> we make a mistake, we move on immediately, right? It's it's we're all human, no one's perfect. Um, so so yeah, just concentrate on what you enjoy and what you're good at, and mm-hmm. and just conquer that area, conquer that vertical, conquer that market. I think that's a great mindset to have, and it actually makes me think of a a point that we talked about um, on a previous podcast. We were talking about marketing and just kind of you know, sticking to what you're good at and, you know, going with that. So you've definitely had a really diverse background, um, in your career and an awesome story. So what kind of drove you to start Zusa? So, so before Zusa, we used to have a, where I used to have a fairly large ISO that concentrated on a couple of verticals. Well, as that ISO started to grow, we, we got acquired by a private a private equity group out of New York back in 2018. So I'm no longer affiliated with any payment processing division. But uh, during that time, Rihanna, we had a major problem, mm-hmm. like a major problem. And and I searched the world to find a solution like Zusa, and it did not exist. 
All right. And until today, it does not exist. Um, and, and finally, we're starting to get the recognition and, and, and people are talking about us. There's a lot of buzz in the industry about Zusa. Even the bigger boys like the major acquirers and processors are now uh, either using us or referring business to us. So our problem was we would have great sales months, 500, 750,000 new customers in a month. And, and we didn't have a place to board them or put them. Mm-hmm. So we would land a landscaper. We would land a restaurant, a hotel, a barbershop, a salon, a pet groomer, a mechanic. I mean, you named it all. And, and there, we have to find different softwares for all of these individuals. Mm-hmm. So it would take my sales guys out of doing sales and into research. And it felt like every couple months, we'd revisit that problem. Right. I, I eventually got frustrated, called the board meeting. We had, I think at the time, 13 or 14 softwares we were selling. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and all of them were average. Some were good, but for maybe just storage facilities, right? Mm-hmm. But there wasn't our go-to software. And then we looked around and looked around. And, and honestly, it didn't exist. It still doesn't exist. The other thing we didn't like was when we did find a software that said, okay, this is pretty good. This has some of the features we need. Uh, this might work. That software company was all about themselves. Right. So they want, you know, they were pushing their brand brand down the merchant's throat. They were, it was all about their pricing. It, it, you know, they didn't care if the merchant needed one or two minor features. They didn't care that you had to download five other apps. And now the total bill is $400, like a Clover system, right? <laughs> um, they didn't care that that was not good for the merchant. They didn't care that that was not good for the ISO banker VAR. And, and that obviously caused a lot of frustration. So, so, you know, having one of the luxuries that we have is, you know, we've got some pretty deep pockets, right? So we said, look, let's go ahead and solve this problem. And you know what? If we're going to solve this for us, let's solve it for the world. Yeah, let's yeah. really solve it for the world. And, 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 and that's why today, you know, a lot of people are calling us a clover killer because, because we think we're their biggest competitor and their biggest thorn in the side, um, along with a lot of other softwares in the space. So, yeah, we, you know, Zusa's definitely unique and different. The way we came about, we, the way we approached the marketplace mm-hmm. is completely different than anyone else that comes into the space. It's not about us. It's about our partners and it's about our merchants. Yeah. If we can keep our resellers happy, if we can keep the ISOs, agents, banks, VARs, whoever, consulting groups happy, and we can keep the merchants happy, then we'll be happy because they're not going anywhere. Absolutely. And, 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 yeah, we could you know, confidently tell you today, we have over a thousand agents, banks, VARs, uh, credit unions, whatever you could think of selling our software. We, we just broke a thousand the other day and that's Jeez. active resellers. Yeah. That's yeah. active resellers. That's not, you know, that's not guys that do one deal every five years. No, those are individuals that are actually calling in, promoting, selling, installing the software. Awesome. That's actually kind of a perfect segue into my next question. And that's, you know, you guys were kind of, you, you kind of led the way in selling through ISOs. Um, Zuz has always been known for that. Uh, that's kind of your, your business model. What made you go that route and how has it been so successful for you? So, so that's absolutely our route. We, we don't have, we don't feel like we should compete with our resellers. We mm-hmm. don't feel like we should compete. You know, if we have a sales agent that's walking into a pizzeria to sell the business or walking into a hair salon to sell our online appointments and booking, we don't feel like Zusa should also have a sales agent walking into that business selling against someone selling their software. 
Mm-hmm. Right. That's completely different than 99.9% of the softwares out there. Yep. Not only do they want you to sell it, they actually compete against you. And, and, and when they know that it's only them two bidding for the business, they undercut you and now you lose the deal. So, so that's why our whole philosophy is why sell someone else's software when you could sell your own. So Zusa has a very unique program where, um, A, we don't compete with you. That's huge. And if you don't see the value in that, you might not be in the industry in three to five years. Okay. Because what's happening today is guys like Square, Stripe, Toast, they're after your residuals. They're after your account. They're after your business. Where what we are, we tell people we're more like that, um, you know, that security wall. We're that security fence that protects your income, that protects your livelihood, uh, we're there to help you, not compete and hurt you. So mm-hmm. the reason we go about it that way, Brianna, is because if we did it any other way, then we'd be hypocrites. We wouldn't actually be for our partners. We'd be against our partners. Yeah. I've actually heard you say a couple of times, you know, the phrase, you guys don't compete, you compliment. So okay. can you kind of expand upon that a little bit more? Yeah. Yeah. So what we do is, is you know, I'll give you a couple of examples. We have one partner right now. All they sell is into hair salons, nail salons, yoga studios are basically health and beauty. That's their entire Mm -hmm. ISO. And they're doing extremely well. I mean, God bless these guys are doing really well. So they came to us. They said, look, Mind Body, Clover, uh, Booker, all these guys, they're not really designed for us. They're designed for themselves. We need a software. We don't want to spend millions of dollars like Zusa did in eight, nine, 10 years of R&D like Zusa did. Uh, and, and, you know, we've got a, a pretty large office. Like I said, we're expanding to downtown Phoenix this summer, uh, mm-hmm. but we also have a huge office in our, you know, it's, there, it's our office in India as well. So we've got two offices, one here, one abroad. And, and a lot of partners don't have the time, you know, the seven figure commitment or the R&D dollars to go out and develop what we've developed. So what we basically say is, hey, listen, you can use our software. You keep mm-hmm. the merchant account. We're payment agnostic. So we don't care where you board. You know, you could be a WorldPay, Vaniv, Tesis, First Data Shop. We don't care. We're payment agnostic. We don't compete with you. You board wherever you want to board. And oh, by the way, we could take our entire software and skin it to make it look like it's yours. So the right. merchant right. even knows it's Zusa. If you want that package, you don't have to white label, but you could white label. So yeah, it, it goes back to our philosophy. And that is, we don't want to compete. We want to compliment. We want to help. Um and, 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 you know, it's, it's just like a perfect marriage. Both parties have to be happy or else you're going to have a issue. Right. Absolutely. And, and that's what we tell our partners is, listen, we both have to be happy. If not, uh, don't work with us. We won't work with you. Mm-hmm. And I think with us, at least back when I had my ISO, it felt like the unhappy marriage, like the software company was happy, but the ISO wasn't. Right. And that was the case with about literally over a dozen different solutions we were using. And we're yeah. still seeing it today, Brianna. It's, it's crazy. I, I would have thought, you know, fast forward five, six, seven years, I would have thought, okay, this problem would have been solved long ago. It's actually more of a problem today with all the consolidation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Zeus has had two acquisition offers. We've shot them both down. We have no uh, desire to be acquired at this point, right? So, um, you know, right now, I think is the best time for ISOs, banks, agents, whoever, to, to look at a solution like Zusa and say, oh my God, that's exactly what we've been missing. Everyone that's, we've had a hundred percent success rate. Anyone that signs up, they say, where have you been the last couple of years? Why didn't I find you sooner? Mm-hmm. Which is why this year we're at all the trade shows, right? We're starting to make sure that we're doing a lot more traveling now that COVID uh, is hopefully with the vaccine and, and things coming down a little bit. Uh, we're planning on getting back out to the road and 
Uh, we've got a pretty large marketing budget to let people know more about who we are and what we're doing. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. So I want to dive a little deeper into the white labeling, but first we're just going to take a really quick break to talk about Star Cash Drawers. If there's one thing that Star knows, it's that cash drawers aren't a dime a dozen. In fact, Star's three series of cash drawers, Value, Choice, and Max, include features that set them apart from the competition. What does that mean? It means that Star Cash Drawers have reinforced tops for extra strength, premium hinge keys, secure dual drawer cables, and much more. If a compact drawer is what you're looking for, the MPOP printer cash drawer combo is probably perfect for you. Think outside the box with Star Cash Drawers. Learn more today at starmigronics.com or visit the link in today's episode description. All right, Danny. So you mentioned before that you guys offer a white labeling solution, which your ISO partners love. Tell me more about that and how it not only benefits Sousa, but the actual merchants. Are the merchants able to white label um, to their business as well? Yeah, let's first talk about what Zusa is and, and why the ISOs love it, right? Your first question. And then sure. we'll talk about commercial. But yeah, so Zusa is a omni-channel solution. So whether you're a ISO bank or VAR and you're looking for a white label online solution. And when we say online at Zusa, we don't mean online like a lot of our competitors. We mean online ordering. We mean e-commerce. And we mean online bookings and reservations. So that can be anything from oil change to mechanics to salons to yoga studios to restaurants, uh, and to retailers, right? So our online platform is the most expansive one I've seen because mm-hmm. most of them concentrate on one vertical. We have three solutions that can do 30 verticals. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our online solution. We also have our POS solution, which can also be white labeled. So right. again, the merchant can know about you, not about us. And then lastly, we have a mobile device that we just uh, released mm-hmm. that we will be showing uh, at all the trade shows this summer and fall, uh, but but that's got a lot of traction so far, and and that's everything from you could download it to the say a regular handheld terminal to a smartphone. So right. when we say white label, we mean white label for any solution you possibly need, mm-hmm. and then we also concentrate on multiple verticals, not one. So right. so in essence, what that does for our partners, Brianna, is if you have a sales team, let's just say you have two hundred agents. Well, most of them are afraid to sell software because if you think about it, they don't want to learn 15 new softwares. Mm-hmm. They'd rather just pop a terminal and get out of there. Right. What Zusa does is we help your sales agents go from selling terminals or selling whatever they're selling to software. And we can do that because we're teaching them one software that can be configured and customizable mm-hmm. versus 17 softwares, Right. So that's the big difference. And then finally, we can white label it for all of our partners. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and that means anyway. So yes, we do have some franchises out there today, um, flying in July to visit another one. But uh, we do have some franchises out there that they've actually called in white label software. And when you walk into any one of their stores, although it doesn't say Zusa anywhere on them, it's actually Zusa powering the entire business. Right. I'm I'm sure merchants love that. And I have to ask you, you mentioned that, you know, you guys serve up to probably more than 30 verticals. How do you create a single software that's able to serve all those different markets? We used to all have hair and we, and we had a lot more money back (laughs) in the day. So, so no, it's a very Salesforce, Salesforce esque model, right? Mm -hmm. So with Zusa, there's a lot of customization and configuration that the merchants can do or our partners can do. So you can click and drag turn on, turn off. You can hide features with us. So you turn off a feature and click and drag it. You actually, 
basically you can hide features. And when you turn it off, it disappears from everywhere, including okay. the reports, the software, the dashboards, the virtual terminal, the tablets, um, online. It's just completely gone. So mm-hmm. it's got that Salesforce-esque feel. Um, and, and, and that's kind of where we came up with the idea a little bit is, is yes, one software that could be customized and configured based on, you know, certain verticals. Now there are without, you know, I can't tell you guys the secret sauce on the radio show today, but uh, there are some things we do have some code that we have developed for certain verticals that don't appear in other verticals. Right. Mm -hmm. So we do have the ability, we do have the way we've designed it is we do have the ability that certain trades don't see other trades features. Yeah. Okay. There's a little bit of secret there, but we're not, you know, we don't want to share that too much today. That totally makes sense. So you guys essentially have it set up where, you know, the merchant or the ISO, whoever's selling the, or buying the software can kind of just turn on and off certain features and hand select what they like the exact features that they need. Yeah. The more basic solutions, like, you know, 60, 70%. Yeah. They could just customize the configure, turn off. Uh, you know, we also have the ability to create new features mm-hmm. and assign it only to a specific app, right? So, yeah. so if we've got a franchise and they need a certain solution, we could actually create that or an ISO and they need a certain solution. We can actually build that software and only add it to their apps so or other few hundred apps don't see it. That sounds amazing. It must be really awesome for the ISOs that are selling that to go to merchants and say, we can literally customize a solution for your exact needs. Um, it is. And, 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 and more importantly, the reason why our partners love it is it builds a better loyalty. Right, for sure. To their, so, so we have one partner, you know, he's white labeled seven apps, believe it or not, because uh, mm-hmm. he's landed a few banks, a few other ISOs, a few whatever. So he's white labeled seven with us. And, and the big difference is, is not only is it sticky, but it also generates a lot of organic business. Right. You now, where most ISOs and banks and bars are missing it today in the payment space is, you know, they're selling another product, mm-hmm. okay? And that other product, what happens is if, if their neighbor or their friend or whatever comes in and says, how's the software work? And they say, it's all right. Well, they refer them back to that product. Mm-hmm. So they're calling that 800 number. They're Googling it and calling it. So a lot of these partners in the payment space are not seeing any kind of organic growth. Right, that where makes a Zoos, lot of sense. Where with Zoos, I can tell you right now, we have some partners, we have one guy in particular, they were selling seven softwares they just told us back at end of April that they're eliminating six. Zusa is going to be their go-to. The other ones, they'll only use when they absolutely have to, right? Mm-hmm. And the big reason was, he said, we're seeing a lot of organic leads come back from our branded product versus the other ones. We'd be lucky if we got two or three a year. Yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I mean, it's kind of just, if it's there, then people will think about it and continue mm-hmm. to continue to buy. So I just want to shift gears a little bit and, of course, talk about COVID and how that has affected um, the industry as a whole, but specifically payments. So I think we kind of saw cash payments starting to go away. Um, I don't know that it fully will um, in the near future, but especially with COVID, you know, everyone wants a contactless solution. So how have you seen that kind of influence the payments industry? You know, for us, if anything, we're a little bit ahead of the time, right? Mm-hmm. So with COVID, we grew 420% last year. Okay? Right. Um, and, and the main reason is because a lot of clients were calling in saying, you know, with us, they were calling in and saying, hey, we need online ordering. Mm-hmm. With us, unlike a lot of our competitors, you don't have to download a third-party app and pay a massive amount of additional fees. 
It's a simple turn on and you have online ordering. Uh, if they need a contactless payment, all of our terminals were already contactless payments. Mm-hmm. So they didn't even have to do anything. We, we literally had customers say, hey, I need contactless payments. They say, okay, go to your terminal, wave it, you're good. I'm like, oh, I already awesome. have it. You. We're like, you've had it for five years. You've just never used it. So right. uh, we were a little bit ahead of the time. And I think, you know, being positioned the way we were, we, we saw the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think you're going to see you know, you're going to see more cashless, but I think what you're going to see more, like I think a lot of people are concentrated on uh, or concentrating more on contactless payments. I think what merchants are looking for today, even more than that, is a simplicity to run their business. Yeah. Right? So whether it's QR code ordering, whether it's online, you know, we, we've had lots of customers um, enable their online, enable their QR code, enable this and that, and then eliminate a position or, or redirect a position right? So maybe take a cashier, maybe they had three cashiers before, now they only need two with the Zusa software, right? Maybe they yeah, only need yeah. one now, because we've taken a lot of the ordering away from that front POS system, and into the palm of the consumer's hands. Mm-hmm. And now they take those two individuals and say, you know what, you're now going to do, you're not going to be a uh, stock the warehouse, or you're not going to cook for us or whatever, right? So yeah. they can repurpose salaries. So yeah, I think you're going to see the contactless continue to grow. Mm-hmm. But I think even more than that, you're going to see uh, solutions like Zusa grow because of the uh, simplicity of our product. And also, more importantly, because people are looking for an easier way to run their business. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. You can't so, do that with a basic terminal. You can't right. Do that with absolutely. You definitely need more features. And I think during the pandemic, unfortunately, it has been really hard on so many businesses, but some businesses took it as an opportunity to upgrade their Absolutely. technology. Do you think that kind of contributed to Zuz's growth? Absolutely. Absolutely. We had, you know, we had, I think most of our growth came from uh, current partners. We actually had to put a stop. I know it's going to sound kind of crazy. Uh, we actually had to put a stop on new partners coming on for like a month. Oh, wow. Because all of our current partners were calling in. I mean, we, our phones were ringing nonstop. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we actually had to tell new partners, hey, it's 30 days out before we get you a new app. Because everybody's like, hey, we need a solution like Zusa. We need to be able to sell it. We need to, uh, and, and I think just in the month of like June or May, we added, I think, 50 new ISOs. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, we grew pretty quickly during that period. And, yeah, it is. It's, it's, we were positioned properly. Uh, we, we knew this was going to happen. Now we didn't think it was all going to happen in a period of three months. That was kind of crazy, but we we knew the trends in the payment space were going in this direction. We knew it back in 2014, quite Mm -hmm. honestly. Right. So, so for us, we've been prepping for the last six, seven, eight years for this moment. Again, we didn't think it was going to happen in three months, Mm -hmm. but, uh, it, it was good to have a solution that people can literally just download a software onto a tablet and then be off and running. Do you expect the industry to continue on this growth trend um, now that the world is starting to kind of get back to normal? Um, real estate is available for for retailers and businesses. How do you kind of see the future of it post-COVID? You know, uh, the truthful answer, right, without sugarcoating it, <laughs> I think you're going to see a lot of transition happen in the payment space, Brianna. And mm-hmm. I've been in it now. I sound like a dinosaur, but I got into it, you know, 20 years ago. And, and you know, I've been in it for, I think I've been in payments more, more of my life in payments than not in payments at this right. point in my uh, career. So I've seen the industry transition quite a bit. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest, 
I do think it's going to continue to go in that direction for sure. Um, the question is who's going to be leading the charge. So I was on another radio interview uh, earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things I said, I said, look, you either have to evolve or die. Yep. And, and, and I think a lot of people in this space are still trying to sell a simple terminal, which is cool. That will work for some people. But when that merchant needs to upgrade, they're canceling your service and they're going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Where with Azusa product, you can get a simple terminal installed, right? Like on a basic handheld terminal or on an iPhone or Android. Mm-hmm. And then when that merchant calls, he says, by the way, I also need invoicing, inventory, time and attendance, uh, pay at the table, uh, to go, whatever, QR code. With Azusa, it's simply, well, let's just upgrade you to a new hardware. Yep. Or, hey, have you seen our Star M-Pop that we work with, right? It's mm-hmm. a beautiful all-in-one. You can put a nice stand on top of it and put whatever tablet of your choice, okay? So for us, instead of having to completely move all of their data, reports, employees, staff, prices, modifiers onto another software, mm-hmm. it's just, let's just find the right hardware for you, sir or ma'am, and then we get them going. So yes, I do see it going in that direction. The problem is a lot of the individuals in the payment space are a little bit, they're moving a little bit slower than they need to. Okay. Right. So what I think is going to happen is you're going to see a lot more competition come in and gobble up their merchant accounts and their mm-hmm. clients. Uh, some individuals in the payment space have evolved and they're mm-hmm. doing a lot better and they're positioned for success for the next five, 10, 15 years. Uh, some of them have not. So, so I do think you're going to see it move quicker. The question is who's going to be actually carrying that torch, right? Okay. Makes sense. So just to kind of wrap things up, um, you know, you've talked about Zuzo, you guys are doing really big things these days. Um, You've added a lot of features over the past couple of years, Um, not interested in being acquired right now. So tell me what the future of Zuzo looks like to you. Uh, We think we're the best software in the space. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're dominating right now. We don't rarely do our guys walk in and lose a deal. Very rarely. Um, Amazing. What, what a lot of the, our competitors are charging, like Clover, what they charge extra for on an app, ours is free. Mm-hmm. Okay, So uh, they're charging extra for gift cards. We've got free gift cards built in. So you no longer have to pay for monthly gift card fees. Right. They charge extra for calendars and appointments. Ours is free. You don't have to pay MindBody, Booker, or Clover, or whoever the heck that, you know, whoever you're using, <laughs> ours is free. So when our guys walk into a deal, Brianna, they're, they're winning it nine out of 10 times. So the, the part of the reason we're not uh, looking right now for any kind of acquisition because we feel like we are going to be one of the top, if not the top solution out there. Mm-hmm. And, and we've partnered with great companies like you. You guys are still our exclusive uh, partner on, mm-hmm. on a lot of features like printers and, and cash drawers and things like that. So, so we've partnered up with great partners and friends. Um, so the future for us, I think, is looking pretty bright. It's looking pretty bright. Uh, we just signed another partner this week with 80,000 merchants that they're mm-hmm. going to be pushing the Zusa product to, you know, starting Amazing. Q3. It is, it is. Um, so, so I think you're going to see more and more, but like I said, I tell people all the time, Zusa is the biggest company you've never heard of. Right. Okay? <laughs> uh, and, and the reason is, is, is we're, you know, we kind of joke my favorite comic book as a kid was Batman, right? You mm-hmm. don't know who Bruce Wayne was. So we're kind of the Batman of the industry. We don't want you to know who we are. We don't know, you know, we kind of, lurk in the shadows, but we've got a couple hundred apps out there, white labeled, a um, couple hundred large banks, ISOs, VARs, and then another close to 800 agents uh, in the marketplace selling our software. So we're the biggest company a lot of people have never heard of. 
Awesome. Well, you guys are doing great things. You're a great partner to star and I look forward to, you know, seeing where you guys go. Um, any final words for our listeners before we wrap things up? No, I mean, just, you know, enjoy life. Life's too short. I think, I think you see a lot of people take it too serious. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll tell you one thing my pastor told me, he says, I've never met anyone on their deathbed that said they wish they had more money. Right. Uh, enjoy, enjoy life. I think people are taking things a little too serious these days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and it's a serious, there's some things that should be taken serious. And then there's some things everyone needs to relax with a little bit. So enjoy life. And to learn more about Zusa, you can go to getzusa.com or email sales at getzusa.com for more information. For Star Micronics, you can follow us at LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, or visit us at starmicronics.com. If you like today's episode, we encourage you to please subscribe, follow, or leave a review. It really helps us to get feedback on today's episode and plan our guests and topics for the future. 